Well, we're back to another episode of the Pig Wrestling Podcast. The Pig Wrestling Podcast is powered by our wonderful sponsor, Sync Cloud, and it's available in the cloud. Where's it available, Paul? <laughs> the cloud I'm learning, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, to name but a few, and on our Pig Wrestling Podcast blog. The Pig Wrestling Podcast is based on a book by Pete Lindsay and Mark Bowden. It's a simple way to solve any problem and create change in your Right, we're back. Another episode of the Pig Wrestling Podcast, and today... Um, we're welcoming Liam Woods. Welcome, Liam. Hi there, you all right? Yeah, very well, thank you. W- welcome, Joe. Morning. Welcome, Afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> Afternoon. We've, we've sat in our Texas show, haven't we? We can see it on screen. Yeah, of course right? we can, yeah. Good. We've got a cat see nothing else but text. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, Liam. Um, thanks for coming on the show. And could you give us... 30 second or less, a bit of a bio on yourself, so our listeners know a little bit more before we dig deeper. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I am project manager for Unity and Community, uh, who are the development trust for the postcode area of HU6. Um, so, 100% community based, supporting everything from uh, employment support to housing to mental health to, to overcoming any barriers that that people may face in their their daily life. We do everything from, uh, we've got ideas to build houses, we own houses, to um, opening a, a bespoke training centre for our community. So yeah, it's a very a very wide scope of things that we do here. Um, and we're lucky to have you on this time, because last time you was, you was um, up to your knees in water, weren't you? Is that, is that true? It was, yeah. We're going through um, our bespoke training centre on, on Greenwood Avenue. We had... We're not allowed to call it a flood, but it was a flood, but we had an escape of water from uh, a contractor's error, which was, was pretty devastating, a big challenge to overcome, but um, I'm sure I'll speak about that throughout the podcast and, and how I've overcome that. That's great. Joe, do you want to whip in with the first question, please? I certainly do, and welcome, Liam. I can't wait to hear more about um, what you do in the community and um Perhaps how we can maybe work together as well in the future. Absolutely. I think there's going to be some real linkage in there. So I can't wait. I'm quite excited to hear more about what you've got to say. So the first question is, what are one to three books that have greatly changed or influenced your life? I have to be completely honest. I've never read a book in my life. Um, I, I read an awful lot, but what I tend to read is is articles on the web. Um, I suppose... I grew up in, a, in an age where broadband, uh, as 10 or 12 years old, uh, was available to me. So I used to, to just read articles on the web, uh, read Wikipedia, look up certain things. Um, I'm a big sports fan, a really big sports fan, and I like US sports. Um, so there's a, there's a website called the Players' Tribune, um, and I just tend to go on there and read uh, their stories from, from sportsmen or sports athletes, sports people. So you take inspiration from um, inspirational sort of sportsmen. So give it, give us a, an inspirational sportsman. I know you like. Uh, I'm an ice hockey fan. So uh, Wayne Gretzky. Um, Wayne Gretzky is incredible. Um, and he's the person that's going to come up later on in my, uh, as we get further into the podcast. But um, yeah, it, the things that he achieved in in the US um, in growing the sport of ice hockey across the whole of of America and globally, um, it's fantastic. Oh, Liam, we're kindred spirits. 
Um, both my sons play ice hockey, so really? I do. I'm very passionate. Yeah, my son plays for the Pirates. Yes, um, yeah, and my younger one. And um, plays for the junior club in in Hull. So yeah, it's yeah. great to have somebody else that loves ice hockey because yeah, so guys, I can oh, never cool. join in the conversation because they've always got words to say, and I'm like that. Oh, okay. I was say we did check though, didn't we? Um, if you was black or white or red or white before, didn't we? We did check. Yeah, did. Yes, I'm um, black did. and white through and through. Um, there you go. My wife invited <laughs> me ten years ago. Um, to, to rugby league, it was something that I'd never really taken an interest in. Really, I knew there was two teams, and I'd watched the games on TV, but I wasn't, I wasn't uh, pinning my colours to the purse until I met my wife. Really, so, but yeah, whole uh, through and through now. Hey, man, she's Sorry, the go, on, go on, Paul. No, you're all right. Go on, Joe. Now, I'm just going to say, do you, so? Do you watch? Do you watch Hull FC? And do you watch? Do you watch any ice hockey? Do you support? Yeah, I, I haven't. I'll be honest with you. Since it's gone into the Pirates, I don't go as often because you know, I've had a daughter uh, and timing's are difficult. But yeah, I watch I watch both sports um, and I especially watch the keep my eye on the US, uh, the NHL, you know, league over there. So yeah. Fantastic. Ice hockey's brutal, isn't it? It's brutal. Have you watched it? Yeah. No, it's not, it's not, it's not an easy sport. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult good. watch. You've got to keep up. Um, it's it's very fast paced, but yeah, I love it. Just going back to your um, Wikipedia, so for somebody that really doesn't know an awful lot about Wikipedia, tell me more about that. What does what what do you learn from Wikipedia? What how do you use it? <sighs> learn everything. Um, I use it to just if I'm bored on an evening, you can just click. A, there's a button on there that gives you a random article, so you can fill your brains with all type of useless useless stuff completely and to give you an example um i was watching a documentary on 9 11 because it's obviously just the anniversary that's just passed um so i sat for about two and a half hours and read the whole uh, wikipedia page on on 9 11 just because it just because it interested me and i just wanted to know more more details really um mm. but yeah it can be anything as, as random as as random as that I love, I love uh, listening to, I love like documentaries on 9-11 and the Titanic and World War Two. I'm into anything like that. So I, I, I watch it. I don't particularly read a lot about it, um, but I have been reading a lot more just lately. But second question, Leon, hit him with it. I like to the next one. Um, so what is, what is your feel-good song or music that gets you focused or makes you happy? It's quite a hard one, that. Um... I tend to just stick playlists on, on, on my Spotify while I'm driving. Um, it tends to be to be indie music. Um, I like bands like Arcade Fire, 21 Pilots, um, that type of stuff. I don't know, art too commercialised, not too popular, I suppose. Um, if there was a song, it would be My Bud by, by 21 Pilots. Um, it reminds me of my daughter, um, and it's kind of just about, about sticking together and you know, you'll make it through no matter what. So if I want to concentrate or think of, good, of happy times uh, to chill my mood, I'll stick that song on and uh, I love it. And what 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 does um does music play a big part in your life or you know is, is it something that is a big part of your life or, or not so much? Not so much. Um, it's something that I can I can take or leave. I don't have to listen listen to music on a daily basis. Um, and you know I, I know friends who you know 
look, look forward to new albums coming out and so forth and they'll, they'll listen to them no matter what whereas I just tend to, to go with the flow and if I, if I hear something and I like it then I'll then I'll probably go research it further but nothing particularly stands out musically no well I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, Google 21 pilot so what's that song my blood my sticking together about you know being a team well that's good because um I like I like things like that about sticking together and good things like that so I'll probably listen to it and if it's any good I'll stick it on my playlist yeah yeah it's good I like it right then what purchase of 50 pound or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months i couldn't even say that put, you, put your teeth back in getting back in that is such a difficult question um it would be a, a, a patio heater that i bought <laughs> um, i know that sounds ridiculous um but it just allows us to sit in the garden on an evening when things get get cold have a gin and tonic or a, or a beer just sit out in the garden and and chat with a wife uh, yeah I, i'm with you on that one i don't know about you joe but i i am a million i know i think i know where you're gonna go this joe because you've got a beautiful um garden yeah and amazing garden but i think we bought a patio heater from aldi i think it was about less than like an infrared one yeah um, because I, I like having a fire. Us men like fires, don't we? You like a fire, don't you? Wow. Oh, fire. I'm for me fires. But, but my wife is just like, I had to sit out there because I stink of smoke, right? Stink, yeah. and, we, and we bought one of them um, induction. They're, they're amazing. So I'm, I'm with him on that. I'm with him all day long. Yeah. Well, I ain't got a patio eater, but I did buy myself a, a chimney where I have a good fire. But I get it three foot above the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got central, yeah, but I like, we do like to sit outside on an evening. Um, I do like to sit outside, so a good fire, a good fire is needed, yeah. I think, go, go Jeff. I was going to say, Liam, so tell me the positives of having the patio eater versus a fire because we're going through that at the moment. So you tell me which one you think's best. Uh, obviously, a fire is cheaper, but. Um, like uh, Leon said, the, the smirk and the smell of smirk. Um, yeah, the wife is always complaining if I had the chimney on. Uh, you go in stinking of smirk. Or, you know, she'd put old hoodies on that we weren't going to use. Again, they just get, get chucked in the bin because they absolutely stink and you can't get that out. So, um, obviously, electric costs, but um, yeah, it's more energy efficient. Yeah, it's a nice heat, isn't it? It's a nice heat. Uh, if you've got a beer in your hand as well, it doesn't heat the beer, it heats you. It just heats um it heats objects. Uh, there you go. There you go. That's what you're missing. Really? Nice yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think they're called like an infrared eater, aren't they? I think infrared, yeah. Um, because I'm a bit of a geek worm, um I actually did the ROI on, on the on the heaters and I actually put a business case together to challenge Zoe. No, I didn't really. Um but the ROI it's fifteen P an hour to run them electric heaters, right? Yeah. Bearing in mind, yo, you don't have to wash all your clothes. You say you, you're not damaging the environment with all that yeah, extra electricity. You know what I mean? So it's the future, I'm telling you. I'm so, I'm so. I would have had patio heaters from the beginning. But of course, like you said, fires are a man's thing. Yeah. He, he can't be, be outside. Man, can't be outside. And we, and we are, I get that. But 
So I'm sat out there on my Jack Jones. We've had some good fires. And you like this, um, and Joe, you want to take a leap out of Zoe's book? So we've got these nice big chimney fire things, these big cast, you know, metal ones. Paid a fortune for them. I come back home the other day, they've been painted gold and they've got flowers in them. <laughs> Look out there, my chimney's got plants in yeah, and lights. Plants and lights. <laughs> stick lights anyway. What's that in here, Dom? Anyway. Yeah, then, that's a good question, that one. Get him with the next one, Joe. <laughs> so, Liam, do you have a lesson from a failure of yours? Um, there's probably too many failures to, to count, but I think the main thing is keep going, adapt, reflect, um, and learn from it, really. Yeah. Um, there's always things we could do better, um, but if you beat yourself up over failure, then you're probably never going to overcome it. Um so review it, understand it, realise where you've gone wrong and go again. Keep going yeah. at it. Um, you know, you'll get there in the end. I think that's really important and it's something we've discussed about with lots of people and when even asking the question now, it feels a bit hard to ask because what we're saying is really failure isn't a bad thing, it's not a negative yeah. thing, but it still has that negative connotation. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people have said the same as you, carry on going, but learn from what's happened and then move on. Can you share any kind of failures that you think have been really important that you've learned from in your life? Um, from something as simple as, you know, not meeting in project goals for the community. You know, we put something together for people to, you know, access education or um, to, to communicate with us and get ideas for what the community, community needs. Um, and sometimes we beat ourselves up because, you know, people don't come to us. But what we're starting to realise is that we operate Monday to Friday, 9 till 5, and the community operates uh, 365 days of the year, 24-7. So we need to, to understand that we need to become more accessible uh, year-round, really. Um, so that's a failure that, that we're trying to overcome at the moment. So. And do you think that's achievable in the, the longer term, Liam? Because I absolutely agree, you know, services, it's really difficult. Um, and, you know, you sort of look at a lot of the data out there and a lot of people kind of reach out to places after that kind of, you know, sort of later on in the afternoon through to the early hours of the morning. So how achievable might do you think that is for you? I think it's about adding new arms to our organisation. Um, we want to do things on, on youth, which is a major issue in our in our postcode area, uh, um, probably across the country as well, though youth is an issue. Uh, that's something we need to address. And also community activities, you know, a lot of community organisations have disappeared off, off the face of the earth in the last 20 years and services have gone, you know, there's no community spirit, there's no community groups operating. Um, so we run things like community bingo. Um, we want to run community classes uh, like Zumba or fitness groups. Yeah, as well, and community centres, back to that sort of grassroots like it used to be years ago. Yes, I think... centres growing up, somewhere on a night to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's handy. And, you know, sometimes if kids haven't got anything to do, they might end up in the wrong crowd. Um, and that tends to be what happens. Um, or they end up in substance misuse or um, at home on their own or perhaps with with parents who suffer from substance misuse and you haven't got anywhere to go to so they're not even getting something as basic as, as a meal um and these are all things that, that you know we're here to, to try and help address really so that i think that's great that you're trying to address that and i i get people saying um 
you see groups of youths um, walking the streets currently or young kids. And then I ask myself, well, where do you expect them to go? Where yeah. is the open for somewhere for them? Fre- it's, it's a group of friends. So I used to knock around with friends when I was younger, maybe 10 or 12 of us. But if there was nowhere for us to go, what would we do? You do go walking the streets. You go walking the streets, chatting or playing football or whatever. Yeah. It's not that you're up to no good. And with the community work we do, we know community spirit's still out there. And it's, it, is, it still exists. It, it, it still exists. You just gotta, you just gotta pull it out and find it. It's um, gotta be channeled in the right way. I think that's exactly yeah. You're totally right, Liam. And you know, people, perhaps kids walk in the streets. There's there's other barriers there as well, perhaps from the parents. Uh, I mean, we're in a state where fourth or fifth um, benefit claimants. You know, the grandparents didn't work. There was on benefits. Parents didn't work. There was on benefits. So, you know, it's trying to change that that mindset. And it's mindset. that sounds like I'm pinching home people, but I'm, I'm not. It's it, it's the reality. Hello, um, I, think what you, I think what you're saying there, Liam, is the, the, the social model there. It's, it's about getting a catalyst to change that. And break yeah. that and pattern into up that. I think that's what you're trying to say. That's how I took yeah. that. I'm sure everyone else did. I mean, um, it's about challenging that norm because what used to work don't work anymore. And I, and I think that we're seeing this now with COVID. Um, everything that got us to where we are now is not going to get us where we're going. So we've got to pivot. We've got to adapt. Yeah. Services have got to adapt. Um, and and that is the the big sort of challenge that, that we're all faced at the moment. Would we all agree? Totally yeah. agree. And community organisations like like Unity and Community are going to be needed more than more than ever during this pandemic. Um, so yeah, it's up to us to to step up to the plate. We we've worked all through lockdown. We delivered over fifteen hundred food parcels to our community, um, and we, you know we've remained as open as we can be with the restrictions that we've we've had put upon us to, to keep supporting our community. So you know, the team's done an amazing job. Liam, I'm coming for a visit next week. I'm coming to see you, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and see if we can link you into some of the other stuff that's going on within your area as well. So I'm working with Mike on, on the boxing yes. element of it and the children and young people. So let's, you know, we've got to keep linking in and, you know, yeah, part definitely. of our programme is really bringing those grassroots projects back and um, back to life really and seeing what we can do in our areas and we know that that's a real area of deprivation so well done for all the work that you do but um if i can come come along and see you next week and we'll see what we can do together would be really good yeah absolutely just drop us an email and we'll, we'll sort something out perfect yeah so go for the next one go on is it me go on is it me next it is you um so i think i know because he's a nice hockey fan I, I, he might be using one of my favorite quotes here um so what is a favourite quote or saying that if you could share with with everyone in the world, what is it and why? Uh, it's one that my dad's passed on to me, uh, and that's where there's a will, there's a way. Um, if, you, if you've got the determination and you really want something, again, it, it links back into the last question about failures, just, just keep going. You know, if you want something that badly and it's needed, you'll get there eventually, just keep plugging away at it. Um, it's something I've had to tell myself recently with the, the issues we've had moving into our new refurbished building. You know, I could have easily turned around and just, you know, gone to the floor and thought, I can't, I can't cope with this anymore. But, you know, you feel down for a day, dust myself off the next morning and get straight back at it. So, yeah, uh, determined to make it happen and we will make it happen. Totally agree with you, mate. And I think we've all been in this same boat like that this year and we just keep going again, don't we? 
Keep going. Keep going. Just sort yeah. ourselves down. We, and I love it. I love that. Where there's a will, there's a way. Well, there's I a think way. that's probably one of our, I think that encompasses all of us, doesn't it? Where there's a will, there's a way. Because we just keep battling through no matter what. Yeah. We just keep yeah. going. We will find a way around things. Um, so over I think it, over it, round it, and if we have to, throw it. Interestingly, what was your ice hockey quote? It's a Wayne Goretzky um, quote. I can't say his right. name. Shouldn't say his name for me. I can't say it. Wayne Goretzky. Yeah, um, and he talks about um, he never he doesn't skate. He, he never skates where the puck's going to be. He, he skates where the puck's going. Yeah. And I just love that in life, as like um, you know, in business, in the things we do with the man club. Um, where you know where we are now in the state of mental health, we don't want to be here. Yeah? We're going where it's going over there, and we know where it's going. So we're we're getting on that bus, and we're heading that way. I want everyone to come with us. And if you want to stay, yeah, you can stay here, but we're skating to where it's going. And I, and yeah. I can get on the bus if you want. Yeah, get on the bus. I mean, get on the bus. But we're going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's it. We got we got to just keep always understand. You know, and I just love that analogy. Yeah. Who's the bus driver? Whoever wants to be it. That's it. Who Whatever, I'll take tickets, I'll sweep up. I'll do, I'll do whatever I need to do on that bus to keep it going. Another good, another good Wayne Gretzky one is 100% of the shots you don't take, don't go in. Um, That's so yeah. what I thought Liam was going yeah. to say. I thought, it was, I thought it was that one, or I thought it was a, a skate where it's going. I, I like yeah. both of them. Um, and I think what's interesting, again, if you're, a, if you're a, an American um, sports fan, have you watched? Um, we keep asking this, don't we? Have you watched? Did you watch the um, Michael Jordan documentary? Have you watched that yet? Yes. Yeah, the Last Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball's always been not something that's been good for me, but yeah, that documentary is incredible, and that shows how you can bounce back as well. Yeah, love that. Which one we want to next? It's, it's me. It's oh. me. Right. In the last five years, what new habit or belief has had the most profound effect on your life? And I said it. He never gets it right. He always gets that one wrong. Um, again, this is a difficult one because I don't really have a belief or a faith or a religion or anything like that. Um, but I'm going to say belief in myself. Um, my job role has taken on a huge amount. Uh, in the last five years, I've gone from being an admin assistant to, to being a project manager. And when I started going through the, the rungs of the ladder going up. Every time I always thought I wasn't good enough. Um, and again, it's going back and, and learning and dusting yourself off and, you know, that where there's a will, there's a way, going back. Um, so, yeah, um, just believing in myself that I can do it. I can make things happen. I can I can bring on change. Um, and I can have a positive impact on, on the community or even if it's just one individual's life that changes. That's worth its weight in gold. I tell you what, that's fantastic. That I love that. And we look around. We all want to ask him a question on that, don't we? Um, can I go? Yeah. We got. Obviously, you know, we we believe in ourselves. Us, us, us Brits. You know, we don't like failing. We mentioned that earlier. Um, we don't like to be like the Americans who think failure is good, um, and believe in ourselves. What is it that's allowed you to um, start believing in yourself? What's changed? You know, what's been the catalyst around? Thinking, no, I can do this, and I'm going to do this. What, what, what's involved in that mindset? I think seeing things happen, seeing seeing results. We we were successful in getting a, a huge uh, job centre and whole city council project a few years ago uh, called Pathways to Employment, which was all about 
Uh, taking people who've been long-term unemployed, six months or longer, retraining them, and then getting them a job, uh, putting them on a work placement for five weeks and seeing what the outcome was. And at the beginning, I didn't believe I could have that that positive impact on people um, in, in 10 weeks to take them from unemployable to employable. Um, and in the end, we hit 71% of participants who came through our doors went into full-time employment at the end of it. And as you see those results come in week after week, you start to believe in yourself even more and you believe you become more passionate about the work that you're doing. Um, and the confidence not only I gained, but the organisation and the team gained from that was was huge. Love that. That was fantastic. And credit to you. Absolutely you. fantastic. 71% from up unemployable to employable is a fantastic achievement mate so well done to you it sounds like a real journey over the last five years and it just sounds tremendous the work work that you've done how do you keep hold of that liam you know you've faced some challenges this year in terms of the building etc how do you keep um reflecting on the good stuff that you've done because that's sometimes difficult to hold on to isn't it it is it's too easy to get tied up in the in what's been a failure rather than what's been a success and i think just speaking about it you know constantly selling your successes um breeds more success if people start to believe in if people can see results um and believe in you they'll, they'll come back time after time um you know we have organizations ringing us up all the time saying are you doing them work placements again because the guys you sent us were were fantastic and wow. And, you know, this is something that we're pushing for after this or during this pandemic to get a similar type program program running because, you know, fairwork comes to an end very soon and we don't know what the impact's going to be on on the unemployment rate. And then that has a negative impact on the economy, mental health. It has a knock-on effect and more people are likely to go into crime or substance misuse. You know. There's a whole array of issues that, that, that people can face. So... Uh, um, programs like that that are focused on helping people overcome barriers and move into employment are going to be are going to be key and going to be needed. So, absolutely, uh, the case. So yeah, keep, keep that forward and yeah, yeah. To you. keep keep the eyes facing the right way. Really, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's great. So the next one question is you, Joe. So knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to yourself at eighteen? And what advice do you think you should have ignored? Ooh, da, da, da. At 18, I would say to myself, keep going, you'll get where you need to be, I think. Um, one thing that stuck with me when I was 18 was I was doing, I, did, I studied software development at, at White College. And I perhaps wasn't as mature as I needed to be. Um, and one of, the, one of the tutors came to me and said, um, I don't think you should go to university because you're not you're not mature enough. And I think that sounded very negative, but it did put things into reflection for me that I did need to, you know, mature and, and get out of the habits that I was in. Uh, you know, I, I viewed everything as a joke. You know, um, if I could if I could take the P, I'd take the P. But um, so yeah, I would I would give the advice to myself. You know, you'll end up where you need to be. Just stick at it, believe in yourself, believe in your goals and achieve those, you know, short-term goals, I think are better than long-term goals. Having a long-term goal is great, but you've got to keep your eye on your short-term goals as well. Otherwise, if you look too far ahead, you you might miss things that are, are right beside you. So 
Don't, sure. don't you think, Liam, with the experience that you've got and, like you said, what you was like at school and what you would tell yourself at 18, that's great because now you can pass that experience on to the youth that you're yeah. looking after and coming into your centre. It's, it's lived experience that you can pass on and hopefully they... I had to say make the same mistakes as yourself because you've done quite successful for yourself, but you could probably steer them down a different path that they may be going the other way. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it, it comes back down to, to believing in yourself and, and just focusing. If yeah. you're passionate about something and you and you put yourself 100% behind it, you know, positive things can and will happen. Well, I totally agree with you. Well, it leads me nicely to the next question because, again, believing in yourself, we're not big things and, and, and you know, carry on going when it's all against us. Um, we all at times feel burnt out, unfocused, unenergized, overwhelmed. Um, what is it that you do? Um, if helpful, what sort of questions do you ask yourself? Uh, I think it's good to be critical and be critical of your own opinions and your own views and try and put yourself in in someone else's, someone else's shoes, really, and try and see things from someone else's point of view. Um, and always be critical of your own, your own views. Um, you know, question: Are you right? Should you be thinking that way? Um, and is it is it is it right to project yourself in that way? I suppose. Um, when I'm bent out, I tend to walk the dog, um, walk the dog along the riverbank somewhere like that, just to um, take my mind off it. I'll have some have some processing time really to think things through. Um, during lockdown, there was a couple of Sundays where the weather's awful and stuck inside watching. Moana with my daughter and I'm thinking god this is this is driving me insane I can't I can't put up with this much longer so you know it's good sometimes just to take yourself out of that situation go for a wander by yourself um and just just try and uh, get positivity in there somewhere totally agree with you I think during lockdown I think there's a lot of people that have been the same as yourself and getting yourself out I, I don't that one hour exercise that was allowed a few months ago, that was so, so valuable for everybody yeah. to get out social distancing and walking was, was critical, wasn't it? I don't yeah. know how it was for you. Everybody was waiting for your hour and go, right, and go in. <laughs> and you made yeah. every second count. You'd see more people walking than you would normally, well, I see now, you know, during lockdown there was more people out, it seemed to be. Um, but yeah. Although I was out yesterday and I was absolutely taken aback by the amount of people that were still out there walking, cycling, running. I just thought, I mean, it was a beautiful day yesterday, but it was just so nice to see so many people. We actually went to Welton Waters for a walk right. and it was just, it was just lovely. It was just incredible walking down there um, and just seeing all the different sites. It was, but there were so many people out and about. It was just great. Um, but you talked about processing, and I think that's really important, Liam, and especially when you've had a, a busy day at work, it's really difficult to kind of process what's been going on, and I think that time is, is um, it's precious, and, but it's time that where you do really need to reflect and, and process what's happened through the day. Is that something that you do regularly? Yeah, I think if I, if I don't process it and I don't think and, and don't get my mind in, or straightened out, I suppose, I'll go to bed and I'll lay in bed not sleeping, thinking about all the issues that I'm going to face the next day, whereas I need to iron those out throughout throughout the day or get in from work, take the dog out for an hour um, and just think things through, really. So, yeah, that helps me um, sleep, basically, yeah. 
Don't and have your dad's name. Oh, sorry. Bonjour. No, I was just going to say that's absolutely um, crucial, isn't it? That we get our good night's sleep and not wake up or lay thinking about kind of the day and, and the problems that we've been through um, in terms of our own mental health and, and keeping us all focused and, and keeping yeah. going. Sorry, Paul. No, I, I, I forgot what I was going to say now. But best ideas. Best, yeah, I get my best ideas when I'm out walking the dog or I'm just walking. And I, I said to Leon a few weeks back, I need to take a pad and a pen with me. Because yeah. by the time I've got home, I forgot some of them and I keep myself, but they do come back. But I do think of my best ideas when I'm out and about walking. Last night I went plan plan my week. I sat on the uh, marina with my book and a coffee and I felt so much clearer and I wrote so many ideas just by being on my own and yeah. looking at beautiful boats and it was a great evening just to sit there and and watching, yeah, that's what I do when I'm feeling. Get yourself away from your connections. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, what did you say there, Leon, when he said um, he needs to take out his pad and paper? For me, I'm a massive <laughs> What did you say to him? Who, who me? Yeah. I, I'm a massive fan of um, analog technology. As much as I love technology, um, a notepad and pen is a piece of technology. You know, um, and I'm a massive fan, you know, of um, my habits. Uh, Sunday night journal, you know, half an hour. What went well? What can I do better? And what did I do for myself? Um, and what three big things I'm going to go achieve next week? Um, I've done that for the past 10 years. Um, you know, it's a simple, simple exercise. But for me, the most powerful thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, where, where did you learn that one from, Paul? There's this kid I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's this kid I know, and I, I sat on the, I sat last night in Marina, and that was that was me done. But but I think that we all at times, don't we? Um, I think you've got to you you your brain. So we love te I love technology, don't you, right? And believe it or not, I'm very simple at heart, right? Our brain is not designed to remember stuff. It's not. It's designed to look at a tree and think I need to climb up it and get that fruit off it, right? It's designed to solve problems. And I think we do our brains a massive disservice by loading it with loads of information that we don't need. So we need to put into systems and, and, and software so that when I need that piece of information, we can go find it. Because um, we, we, we run on like a limited amount of RAM, don't we? Yeah. So we need to have, as, as it needs to be optimized, no crap in it, so we can just make... That, that's, why, that's why I'd say about years ago when the youth was growing up or from the save ages of 14 to 20 they only had to think about was it something like 5,000 things in the mind now there's a hundred thousand things to worry about because the world is that big with the internet and everything so this is why when people talk about mental health and why people are worried more is because there's more to worry about there's more we, we found out about more things out in the world yeah, and you, um, you, you can see other people's life too openly. You know, you go onto yeah. Instagram or whatever and you see these these people living an idealistic lifestyle or what's portrayed to be an idealistic lifestyle. Mm. And, you know, people sometimes can be given unrealistic goals um, or, or things that they, they feel the need when, you know, actually that person's not living that type of lifestyle. It's just a, a two-minute snap um, that's been, been staged, really, so... Uh, that all has a negative impact too. Yeah. Right, next question. I'm, 
I bet we're going to, I bet this isn't a big, we're going to know who this is, aren't we, when we say it? What? Who in the world would you like to interview, past, present, and why? Well, I was going to say Wayne Gretzky. Um, He's what I've made my notes on. But my wife, when we went on our first date, we, we, um, she asked me, we called it the Nando's table. Who would you have at your Nando's table? Um, Not a lot of people, because I wouldn't want my chicken nicking. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we used to, what? <laughs> used to think of, you know, three or four people you'd want to sit around and have a meal with. Um, so, you know, one I always go to is Louis Theroux. Yeah, you know, I think he's a he's a fantastic journalist. The, the way he speaks, the way he communicates, the way he's able to extract information and how he stays calm sometimes is fantastic. So I'd, I'd love to spend an hour with Louis Theroux just, you know, just chatting away, really, speaking about the people he's he, met. He would be, I'm with him, actually. He would be cool. I watched him in them prisons doing the... Yeah. Amazing. It was amazing. How he comes face to face with, you know, I mean, when he was he was doing the US and he was with the white supremacists and they're asking oh. him about his, his religion, is he Jewish? And he said, I'm not going to answer that because then I'm I'm justifying justifying your beliefs. And, you know, it gets really heated and he just sits there, <laughs> you know, don't even crack his face, don't move. And he's not the biggest of people, but he's a really strong character. And, yeah, I love him for that. Yeah. Oh. Michael, do you want to do the thing? I want to know now. Gretzky. Yeah, tell me about him because I wanted to know about that. Wayne Gretzky. Just one second. He's been taking the mick out of me because I can't say his name. What's he called? Gretzky. All-time leading um, point scorer in the National Hockey League in the US. He's not a household name across here. Um, he, he he changed the sport in the 90s. Um, well, he, was, he played for the Edmonton Oilers in the late 80s. Uh, was traded against his will to the um, Los Angeles Kings in the, in the 90s. Um, yeah, it was, it was just phenomenal, and he really scoped the the spot for the. Well, still now, you know, people still talk about what Wayne Gretzky did. He's got an area on the ice which they call Wayne Gretzky's office, which is behind the net because he could he could pick a pass to any player on the ice from from behind the net, and it would result in result in a goal. I'd, I'd absolutely recommend you you go look at some of the videos of, of what he did on the ice and some of the things that he came up with. Is yeah, is one of my idols for sure. Love that. We've got we've got through an hour. Just come up to the hour. We've 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 powered through. Just one just one final question, did you? Yeah, but it's kind of split in three parts. <laughs> yeah, we keep saying this, don't we? We've got, we've got one final question, but there's three bits to it. It's a, it's in with the first it's in with them. It's in with them. Questions. <laughs> so, is there anything that we should have asked but didn't? Um, perhaps something around um, life goals, what's next, what are you hoping to achieve in the coming years, weeks, days, months, something like that. Liam, what would you like to achieve and what are your goals? Okay. Um, so, obviously, I want to 
integrate more activity into into my community um see positive results for our community we're going through a process of uh, we've just I've just come out of a meeting where we're talking about building 26 houses uh, which are going to be energy efficient aimed at people aged 50 plus um which is going to enhance people's access to digital um we are opening the bespoke training center on greenwood avenue which is really going to change uh, i think the face of the organization we've worked out of what looks like a derelict park cabin for 20 years uh, where we're moving into the old council rent office on, on greenwood avenue which uh, you know we're going to we're going to put a, a brand new state-of-the-art training facility on the ground floor and we're going to occupy the first floor which is um you know this this is something that should have been happening we're supposed to move in june 28th but as i said we had that uh, escape of water which just put everything back um but yeah we're, we're hoping by christmas uh, to be operating from there and welcoming hopefully covid uh, allowing allowing our community access um and also you know friends of the organization uh, and businesses really We'll be there, won't we, Paul? We'll be there. We'll, we'll be there. Joe will be there. We'll, we'll come and see you, Liam. Absolutely. I was going to say that kind of really ties in very nicely to my next question about the www.talksuicide.co.uk where we ask you to do the 20-minute training. And I'd be more than willing to come and do some training to your community um, when you get that up and running. Um, really but in the meantime... If you could go do the training and I think really you'll find it really relevant for the staff that you're working with, all of your yeah. colleagues, um, but everybody else in your life, but particularly at this moment in time, your colleagues, I think would really benefit from this training um, and just sharing it as far and wide as you, as you possibly can, really. Yeah, I mean, our team come into a contact with a lot of people on a daily basis, whether that be currently socially distanced face-to-face -face, uh, over the telephone or, or communicating via email. So. We'll get that across all our platforms, absolutely. That'd be fantastic. And have you learned anything from the show today, Liam? Is there anything that you kind of reflected on that stood out for you? Or no, it's been it's been really good. Uh, the really strong questions, really thought provoking. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't believe it's it's been an hour. That's absolutely flown by. It really has. Awesome. Really having you on, Liam. I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know. It, it's Local community work, anything in the local community is massive um, and massively passionate for. Um, and it's great to get to know you. I'm sure this won't be the last time our paths cross. But would you say, Paul? Certainly not. Certainly not. My brain's um, rushing around now because um, I think man and Liam's paths will cross very shortly. Sure it will. Absolutely. Really Cheers, good. Liam. It's been an absolute pleasure. So that's um, Liam checking out. Paul checking out. Joe checking out. Liam checking out.